Hi guys, this is Jackie Cooper with J Cooper Travels and today I have Sarah on and Sarah is um, a, a creative individual that I've met through LinkedIn through um, one of my many connections and I'm super excited to have her on. Her story um, will resonate with many of you on and this is going to be the first of many conversations that we're having. So uh, Sarah, welcome and thank you so much for being on today. Thank you so much, Jackie. I'm thrilled to be here. So um, why don't you go ahead and um, share part of your story, how you decided to, because you have more than one um, uh, business and um, you consult with many people on a variety of various areas in the media. So why don't you go ahead and share more about how you got here and um, and what made you decide to even um, get into this area? Thank you. I appreciate your question. So I would do an overall arch and say that I have had the great opportunity to be able to follow the inner voice within me. That's really what I enjoy doing. Being able to be around people that I really enjoy being around in the creative field, starting in my youth. And then through my youth, when I started working professionally in my teen years, being able to be mentored, mentored by phenomenal women, leaders in their industry, casting directors, both in Indianapolis and in Chicago. I'm from Indiana originally, dairy farm, still in the family, um, that really had great mentors. Really, I got my experience feet on the street. And that reminds me of a great casting opportunity we had in Chicago. We were um, to find the next real Irish man for Irish Spring Soap. And during that Street on the Feet casting, I was sent to the, all of the Irish communities surrounding Chicago at the time. And um, I had a great opportunity to just really meet really interesting real people. Now, they did end up casting an L.A. actor as the Irish Spring Man. But that experience of just being able to be with real people, just salt of the earth, was just such a great opportunity when it came to what's possible with casting. You know, when you're really able to unify people and, and meet people, and that's really my heart space. I actually do appreciate humanity. I understand the challenges, but I organically, truly, I do like people, and um, I enjoy living. And I'm not saying that I haven't had challenges. I've had real, real challenges. But thankfully, I was born into a family of faith, and my faith over the years has grown and changed and I was also challenged by my faith because I think many people can relate to being born into um, a faith within a family, within a community, and then growing and deciding, looking within, is that really what I say? Is that really what I feel is true for me? Is, is, that, is that belief or what's written really resonating with me? And when you touch into that which is inside of you right now, that part deep, deep inside of you, which is the core of who you are, which might be in your gut or in your chest. Some people, you feel like it's in your head. When you tap into that and you let all the noise of the news and what's happening in the day go away and just breathe. In that breath, something deep inside of you, in that moment, you know the truth of who you are. And I started following that, and I encourage everyone to follow that breath within them, that breath of life. And that, to me, is the unifying quality that we all have right now. We step away, step back from the noise, and let's breathe. 
We have that in common. Humanity has that in common. We have the breath. And so I met that breath. I met that humanity through those opportunities of being really mentored by excellent leaders in the field. And so I, I learned what I learned on the, on the streets, actually in the working of what I would like to do. And then one of the casting directors I worked with said, hey, you know, you're funny. You're funny. So I do enjoy laughing. I also incredibly dark. And those of you who know comedy know that's the truth, that whatever you think I'm light, oh, she's funny. And that is equal to darkness. And over the last six months, I've been able to tap into that and know that's so and true. And so then that becomes really a choice point of awareness. Once you're aware of it, it's a choice point of, yeah, that dark is there, but I know there's something else too. There's a light inside of me. And that if I give away that which I want to receive, I'm going to give away caring. I'm going to give away light. I'm going to give away love. You will receive that back. And that's true. Jackie, do you agree with that? That if you oh, give yeah. away what you want to receive, that you're going to get that? I definitely agree. And the law of returns. Yep. Great. So thank you for that. And I hope you at wherever you're at right now, listening or watching, I, I hope that you'll take a moment to consider that for yourself. This is an opportunity that we all have right now. And this, what I would say, Awakening, which is my company, Awaken Media. Mm -hmm. But I did start it a year ago before I knew what was unfolding because every day in the industry I'm in, which is communications, entertainment industry, media, I would meet people all the time online, not as much then, say a year ago. But at events, constantly at events, constantly at events. And every time I would meet someone, hi, I'm Sarah. Hi, hi, hi. I was saying something all the time. And I said to myself, I want to leave a seed, right? What am I going to say a zillion times a day? Awaken. Awaken. Whatever that means to you, awaken. Hi, I'm Sarah with Awaken. Awaken Communications. Awaken Media. Awaken. And so that's why I founded Awaken. And that stays with me now. And now Awaken's become a big buzzword. I didn't know that then, you know. Maybe something inside of me did, right? The breath. Maybe the breath knew. But I founded the company then, set up, set up shop, and um, got uh, back on LinkedIn professionally. Um, like many, I had dozed off LinkedIn and gotten back on. And LinkedIn has been a humongous benefit for me. I, I recommend it. I recommend it. Um, and that's how we met. Jackie and I, through one of my online associates, who's now become a partner and a great friend, AK, who's based in Johannesburg, South Africa. I know. It's a small world. <laughs> it's small. It's small. And so there might be those who, who sort of, you know, oh, get rigid with the idea of there being a global communication community. Yeah. And I'd like to say that we are. We're just a global communications community now. And with that, we have great responsibility and great opportunity. And I, and I celebrate that. And I celebrate AK for joining us, Jackie. And I'm thrilled to meet you and to meet your, your wider community. And I celebrate that and, and, and hope we continue our dialogue. But I celebrate this moment now because, you know, I would like to share just quickly something that happened to me as a child, I think also affected me, which is um, my father died uh, when I was five in um, a private airplane crash. He was a pilot. He has his own, his own plane. He was a great man, walked in a room full of light, bright smile. And um, our worlds were never the same after that. I say, oh, I mean, my brother is my mom. And, you know, I, I know that there's no guarantee. Sometimes drives my family nuts because, you know, before you leave that door, I want to hug you. I want to tell you I love you. I want to tell you I'm grateful that we had this time. And I, I know I can get too emotional about it, but especially now, it's like life is precious. and. I think there's something greater inside of me waking up right now as well. So to honor your question and conclusion, 
um, I had great opportunity through great mentors, both on the professional business side of the entertainment industry, and then also was able to channel my creative expression um, through sketch comedy, through writing original comedy. Um, I write comedy, that's humanity comedy, humanity of the heart, I like to call it, um, which is comedy that we all share in common as humans all over the planet. There's, there's certain things that happen when you're a human being. Like maybe right now you have voices in your head that's talking to me or judging what I'm saying. But we have those voices too in ourselves. And I like to call that an internal caller ID, right? So you can just like check it. Who is that call from? Do I want to take that call? No way. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to take that call today. And so we make comedy sketches about that, myself and my team. Um, and I've done that over the years. And I, I created a comedy show called um, Shine. And we did sketches around that. And honestly, um, I have to think now that it was a bit ahead of its time. Um, but I, I think we're going to start doing a little bit of that again, a little bit more comedy on that front, on the entertainment front. Um, because I know that I need a little bit more humor in my life. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm, I myself, like, as bright as I can be and seem, um, I can get really down and depressed and dark. And so I honor all of those that have shown up around me that tithe light and love and prayer into me and those I'll never meet that do that too and so I, I like to start every day with meditation with prayer I read the Bible but I also am an active SGI USA Nishin Daishonin Buddhist so large in Los Angeles and Japan um, President Ikeda is in Japan um, but I, we chant and we chant Nam Miyoho Renge Kyo and it sounds a little bit odd at first but also, one of our most famous Buddhists of Nishin Daishonin Buddhism is um, Tina Turner. So if you Google Tina Turner, YouTube Tina Turner, you'll see her chanting. She has many up, beautiful videos, beautiful music, chanting the Nami Horenge Kyo. And that will give you more of an idea of, of it. It's a rhythm. And we just believe that that's, that's the mystic law. And the mystic law simply, and this is my interpretation, okay? But you can read all the documentation online. Um, SGIUSA.org if you want to deep dive. But my interpretation is that the mystic law is that which you came to the planet with and will be with you before you leave. It's there with you and it's always been and always will be. It's in everything. And the mystic law is the breath to me as well, the breath. And when you breathe out your final breath, the mystic law carries you into what's next. And I'm, it's above my pay grade to tell you what that is. I don't know. I'm hopeful. But what I do use is those techniques. I use the chanting in the morning. I use Chanting daily. Buddhists believe in chanting the Nami Horenge Kyo every day in the morning and in the evening. I'm not a great Buddhist. I don't do that every day. I'm going to be real with you. But um, I do it. And I also use it as a mantra. So for me, um, I'm sure many people are, are familiar with mantras. So for me, ma the mantra Nami Horenge Kyo, Nami Horenge Kyo, it's, it's helpful for me because my mind gets lucky. And it helps me to reconnect with that which is greater than me, that's in me. I also call that Christ consciousness because I was raised in a Christian home. So I also know that Christ consciousness is within me and I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I know that what we're saying to each other right now is important and matters and that our words are powerful. Don't let someone convince you otherwise. Please believe that your words are powerful. What you say to yourself, what you believe is powerful. What you allow others to say to you, what you allow others to say about you and what they believe about you, that you listen to. See, that's the key. You're going to listen to what they're saying about you. You can have discernment. Have discernment, please. I pray for discernment. So to honor what they're saying to you, but then to navigate it within that breath within you, that light within you. 
that's resonating is so with you. And I have to tell you, over the years, I have had um, uh, a spiritual journey. I like to say about myself that I believe I am a spiritual being having a human incarnation. Spiritual being having a human incarnation. And on that walk, I have been part of many um, communities of faith. And I have to be real with you, too. Okay? A little bit of levity, but true. I have uh, been kicked out of every faith system I've been part of. <laughs> they, just, they just eventually, eventually disowned me. For whatever, you know, there are various reasons. Sometimes it's because I won't fully submit. So then I might also explain my divorce. <laughs> like, too much information. But no, it's fun. I think other people can relate to that. I mean, whether you've been married and divorced, I've been in a, a serious relationship over the years, no matter what age you are, you know, if you've been in a serious relationship, then you understand what that's about. And blessings to everyone on, on that journey. But you know, it's that it's that humor inside of me um, that I think helps me get through life. Um, um, in the closing, I moved out to Los Angeles. It was a choice between L.A. or New York. I came to L.A. because I loved the weather. I had an uncle that lived out here, and um, he allowed me to stay with him for about six months until I found um, work and got on my feet and then I and then here's another thing that I do think imp impacted me Okay, and I know there's a lot of opinions about this and I don't have heavy opinion about it But I do know that it did affect me um, I only knew one person. I didn't know anyone but a mutual friend of mine by the way Very wonderful psychic who's transitioned by the name of Don Hughes who see now I believe in Listening to the intuition now. I grew up in a family that said you cannot be involved with an intuitive or what they would call back in the day a psychic, okay? But I heard him on the radio in the middle of the night because I would drive back and forth from the dairy farm to Indianapolis to work and to do the casting. And so it was the middle of the night, like one in the morning, you know? How like George Norrie here in Los Angeles, 7.90 a.m. or 6.40 a.m., George Norrie. Kind of like esoteric, like we're going to challenge belief systems station. And there was the psychic, Don Hughes, and he was saying things I was really relating to. So... I bucked the system. I didn't tell anyone. And I went and I saw him. He ended up becoming a very good friend of mine. And I got so much guidance from him. His ideas of who I would be. I was a girl from a dairy farm in Indiana. And when he spoke to me about where he saw I would go in my life, he described the house in Los Angeles. <laughs> this million dollar house on a hill. But there was no way that I believed dairy girl farm from Indiana. No way. This girl from Indiana, no way. I'm not going to end up in something like that. Well, smash cut later. That's where I ended up living for 20 years. Raised a family. Had a lot of wonderful, wonderful experiences. I bless all of them. And then, yeah, there's challenges, but I don't focus on that. Okay, because I'm making a new life choice about myself as I move forward. So I honor the past. And those were involved with it, and I bless it. But when he told me that, I, I didn't believe it. But he said to me, you know, you need to move to Los Angeles, and there's a, there's a gentleman there. I want to give him a shout-out, Trey Alexander, wherever you are. He was like a young, wonderful type of character um, uh, in radio. And um, he said, look, you're just out in L.A. He took my call, and he said, you should go, and this is what might seem controversial, and I don't have any deep dive into this. I just know it helped me drop some stuff from my past, from my childhood, from a lot of things that happened to me in Chicago that I won't dive into, but were challenging, okay? It was a challenge. Um, 
you need to go to Landmark Education. You know, the Landmark Education, you've probably heard of it. Living a life you love and living it powerfully. Whatever happened to me that weekend, I can't even consciously tell you, honestly, because I tried to deep dive back into it. Something shifted in my consciousness. I dropped stuff from my life, from my childhood, that was no longer in front of me. And when I walked out those doors, after that, being here in Los Angeles over the next several years, yeah, there were challenges, but something shifted inside of me that helped me become more of who I was and even more so who I was capable of being, who I was capable of becoming. Maybe I started to believe it. And I continued to train. I also am a member of Agape, Agape International, by the very well-known Reverend Dr. Michael Beckwith. I met some of my dearest friends. My daughter's godmother met her at Agape International back in the day when they were in Culver City in the warehouse. Amazing. Now, there also comes a point, and I would like to say this, and then we can shift back into more professional things. You know, I, I did joke that every spiritual community that I've been part of, I sometimes joke about and I say, um, if I had a, t a show title for it, it would be The Girl No Cult Would Have. C U L T. <laughs> the Girl No Cult Would Have. <laughs> that would be the name of it. But I've learned a lot from all of them, and I bless all of them. And it's okay that. There came a crossroads in which they kicked me out the door. But here's the thing. I sometimes need a kick in the butt to go forward. And for me, the last six months has been a big universal kick in the bump. You go, girl. It's time to balls up, as I sometimes say it, right? Or woman up, man up, human up, human up. Let's go. Human up, everybody. You got it in you. You can do this. I'm not just saying it for you. First, I say it with myself. Because I have this new prayer. About four months ago, I was on my porch having a complete breakdown, calling out for those that were of the light to be seen, to step up. And then source, God, Holy Spirit, whatever you want to call it, that breath within me said, they are there. They are there. They are stepped up. You just need to find them. And you need to bless them. You need to bless them and pray for them and call them that they come into the forefront and send them the blessings that they need because they're being challenged. And that came up inside of me. And then I realized, hey, you shift it right now. Lemon is my last name, L-E-M-O-N. And so personally, professionally, and I pray that you will as well, my friends, my family, community, call me Lemon, okay? Lemon. You can have to call me Sarah, but Lemon is, is my moniker. It's my online moniker too. If you look for me, you'll find Lemon or Lemon LA. That's me, okay? So like women, you got to do this. It starts with you. What's your prayer? Look at your prayer. What are you saying? What are you claiming? What are you calling? And that was a big shift for me. And I, and I started to realize that just because traditional media wasn't saying the things that I needed to hear, that doesn't mean that they weren't manifesting, that they weren't being heard, that they weren't being said. I needed to seek those energies out. I needed to seek those messages out. And as I'm seeking those messages out, the bigger shift that came to me is you can't just pray for others to be a certain way. Lemon, you can't say, I want them to wake up. I want them to face the darkness. I want them. No, you have to say, women, women, wake up, women, face the darkness. And then I started praying for courage. I started praying for compassion. I started praying that I could have the capacity to become that which I was being called to be. Because I'm a girl, really, in my soul, grew up on a dairy farm in Indiana. Somehow, in me, I had to find the capacity to step into 
being able to be of service beyond myself and my own ego and my own fears, which are real. But I also have a lot of faith because so many people have prayed into me and continue to do so. And I need to send that out first, what I want for myself. I need to ask, am I willing, if I'm asking for peace, if I'm asking for happiness, am I willing to send that out to others? And if I'm asking others to wake up, if I'm asking others to see the truth, if I'm asking others to have the courage and the capacity to understand what's unfolding and that they are not alone and they are okay, am I willing to first pray it for myself? So I, this is my calling and I ask you all to consider it, please, please consider this. That which you pray for others, first pray for yourself. And then ask yourself, do I pray that for myself and for my family? Ask yourself that first and then pray it for others. Because when you do that, there's a compassion that will raise up inside of you and humanity, which unifies us, which I suggest to you, will not only help you and heal you as it has done for me, I pray for you as well and for me that it will continue. And it'll also then affect others that you're praying for from that type of space. And I'm a work in progress. I'm a work in progress, so please know that. Please know that. But I feel that I'm better today than I was four months ago. So I ended up in Los Angeles, had continued opportunity, continued to go to different types of, of religious unfoldments, like I shared with you now, the Buddhist community, which um, because of the lockdown, we can't get together and chant. And one of the things Buddhists do is they get together individually in each other's homes and they just come together in community and chant. Maybe two people, four people, six, can't do that. But I'm doing it within my soul. We do it online. Um, I do miss being around others and I look forward to the shifting. But I am grateful for technology because of technology and the shifting. When I look for positive, I wouldn't have met Jackie and I wouldn't have met AK. And I bless that unfolding. And so within these moments of challenge, I look to find the, the opportunity. I look to find the light, which is of love, which is of harmony and compassion. I think that that's beautiful. And I'm going to suggest that uh, those that are listening, um, they'll be within the podcast and also on the YouTube. There's contact information in the little block below. And so that way you can reach out to Sarah and learn more about what she's doing. And also we are going to be having continuing conversations. So I'm going to suggest that this is the first of many and that we are going to uh, just temporarily pause. And I would ask that those that are listening um, continue on the journey and uh, subscribe both to the YouTube channel as well as to the podcast. That way you'll know when we pick up our conversations. Thank you so much, Sarah, for being here today. And I know that we are continuing this. We um, are going to talk more about Awaken. We're also going to talk more about Lemonade and a lot of the other projects that you have going on, because I know that they deserve um a very full conversation. So thank you so much for being here today and I will talk to you soon. I honor you. Thank you so much, Jackie.